Hi, I'm your host, Susan Nay. Welcome to the podcast series, HR Inside Out. It's a series designed to help you demystify HR and the human resource processes. We're going to talk about people management and get the goods on and see how all this stuff works. You're going to hear from everyday heroes and get their perspectives as we touch on a wide variety of topics, topics that impact us in our work and in our work environments. You'll find nuggets for your treasure chest of learning. Hopefully you'll discover insights for your personal and your professional growth. I'm glad you're here. I suspect it's because you want to be the very best version of yourself, your personal best, and that you get understanding these systems and processes will help you on your journey, on your path. You ready to dare to soar? Want to join me at flight school? Let's do this. Thanks for joining me today. Hi. Welcome to the podcast series, HR Inside Out, Demystifying HR and People Management. I'm your host, Susan Nay. I believe that we each have all that we need inside us to become the very best versions of ourselves. I believe that so much that I, I wrote a book on the subject, Leadership Inside Out, Affecting Change from Within, available on Amazon if you're interested in taking a look. We each have our internal gremlins to cope with that negative self-talk that gets in the way. Many of us really have difficult life circumstances to navigate and really challenging decisions if we wish to move forward. And it is a choice, a choice that we may not be able to make now or we may choose not to make now. Our choices create ripples and those ripples are best to consider before we're making those potential leaps. The book is all about this and more, using my own stories and those of others that I consider my everyday heroes. We weave a tapestry of real life. You're encouraged to journal through the reflection questions. And again, you decide how deep you wish to dive. This month in the podcast series, I'm going to give you both a taste of the book and encourage you to dive deep within you. Let's have some fun with this. I start with a quote from Maya Angelou. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. We are going to begin the journey together whimsically. There are lessons in all aspects of our collective worlds. The following are from a movie that I watched every year as a child. I always looked forward to seeing the black and white part of the production become color as Dorothy woke up in Munchkinland. You guessed it. You can talk about The Wizard of Oz. I never tired of being part of their journey together. And as I grew older, I began to understand the really important messages. So thank you, Frank Baum. And I share these with you now. Finding courage. Courage is about being honest being willing to look within. The cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz was a wimp. He was afraid of his own tail. He was unable to function according to the norms of the jungle. Does that sound familiar? Yet the lion was astute enough to know what he lacked. This is a great step forward. He knew within himself that with courage, he could become whole. His lesson, as with the other characters in the story, was that the right stuff was in him all along. He simply needed to believe. 
my world for a heart. The Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz wanted a heart. Uncared for over the years, he'd become a wreck. All it took was a little oil and he was almost as good as new. Our reality is that it truly doesn't take much to make a really big difference. We are all craving recognition, compassion, being heard, being cared for, and being cared about. The Tin Man actually exhibited heart throughout their journey. He was always there for his friends. Unbeknownst to him, he already had what he sought. Even so, he needed someone else to provide him with a symbol before he could really believe in himself. That symbol was delivered by an individual that Tin Man knew to be someone who only pretended to be who he said he was. It didn't matter. He had to hear it from someone in authority. We're so funny that way. He needed the wizard to give him heart. And then there was about seeking wisdom. The scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz said he needed a brain. He felt scattered and unfocused. Oh, I can relate to those challenges. Yet even without a brain, he was wise. He knew what he wanted. And whenever called to service, he was present. He could always be depended on. The scarecrow accepted what he'd been dealt with in life and he did what he could to better his circumstances and those of his friends. He never questioned whether what he was doing was right. He lived in the moment, he listened to his heart and again, he, he knew what was right. The scarecrow also needed someone outside him to provide him with a brain. We're so like the scarecrow. Have you ever had your internal critic question how you ever got the position you're in? How soon it was going to be before someone discovered you were a complete incompetent? It took a high profile vice president of a major company to admit to me that he'd been there before I could admit those same fears to myself. He called it the imposter syndrome. We've all been there. We don't trust that we have what it takes within ourselves. Yet we do. Others have trusted that we do. That's why we are where we are. And then there was Dorothy. Dorothy continually looked to others to tell her how to get what she wanted. She overcame many challenges in her pursuit to find her way home. But even then, all it took was a cat distracting her sidekick Toto to take away her dream. Fortunately, given that she was unable to figure it out for herself, the good witch helped remind Dorothy that it was all within herself. Three clicks of those ruby red slippers and the mantra, there is no place like home, got her to where she had sought all along. The good witch was right. Dorothy just had to focus and believe. Once Dorothy figured this out, the rest was easy. We each have our own set of ruby red slippers. What's your crutch? What holds you back from discovering your own truths? The slipper's value escalated when Dorothy discovered that they were desired by the Wicked Witch. Dorothy ended up a captive as a result of her crutch. She was eventually freed by her friends as they were forced to exhibit the characteristics that they each thought they were lacking. Courage, wisdom, and heart. Pursuit of Dorothy's crutch created the demise of the Wicked Witch. All it took was a bucket of water. Our illusions of who we are and what we think we need are equally fragile. 
It literally can take a bucket of cold water to topple us when we are not able to recognize all of who we are and our unique and special attributes. This internal work is critical. Let's talk about the team and move to their understanding. So arm in arm, Dorothy and her friends ventured forth. The journey was all about helping one another in times of need. Each character exhibited both strengths and weaknesses. And the journey was a true demonstration of synergy. Whether it was toxicity in the poppy field, the damage inflicted by flying monkeys, fireballs from a wicked witch, or refusing to give up in times of adversity, they all worked together. All it took was courage, wisdom, and heart. A journey to find that home inside of them so they could find their respective pots of gold over that rainbow. How often do we listen to other people's perceptions of what we should be? How many of us have followed paths determined by the urgings of others, not our own heart? Ironically, the lion found with himself, within himself the courage to articulate his own needs. But like most of us, he wandered through the forest hoping that someone or something would bonk him over the head with these insights. Unfortunately, it is too frequently the loss of a job or good health that invokes those same aha moments, the impetus to become real with ourselves. Wouldn't it be wonderful if at an early stage in our development, we had mentors who provoked these insights out of us before we landed on paths that were someone else's dream? Until this happens, many of us will continue to be soulfully sad without even knowing why. This reality is playing out in the number of individuals on antidepressants and the increase in mental health issues. We feel trapped. We feel stuck. And too frequently, we hire consultants or counselors to tell us what we already know. We don't listen. We don't observe. We don't pay attention to what is so obviously going on around us and in us. And then we wonder why we and our organizations are not thriving. We seek advice from others who don't live in our reality. They can't possibly understand our history. And then we wonder why such a high percentage of change initiatives fail. In the end, our decisions have not incorporated wisdom into the equation. The human component has not even been considered. We have not acted from the right foundation. Fantasies and fairy tales are full of insights. If only we would take the time to reflect. Little Miss Muffet lost her curds and whey because she hadn't dealt with her fear of spiders. Little Bo Peep lost her sheep and had to trust that they would actually come home if she just left them alone. Whatever it takes to encourage personal reflection is really good stuff. It isn't actually movie or fairy tale stuff at all. And as much fun as it is to use movies and children's rhymes to make a point, the reality is that our lessons come in the form of daily experiences and how we react to those. Over my years working with people from shop floor to senior management, I have observed a number of common themes. We all start out the same way, being influenced by what we're experiencing, particularly through our developmental years. I know, that little girl is still very much inside of me. I've just learned to hold her hand and remind her, me, that we're actually okay and we can do this. 
I believe that by catching ourselves in those moments of self-doubt and those times when we start to be so hard on ourselves, when we expect the worst, we can change our thinking. Once we change our thinking, we change our behavior. And we change our behavior, we change our results. Each one of us has this capacity. Most of us struggles with many of the situations that I talk about in Leadership Inside Out, affecting change from within. In the book, it's your opportunity to see examples, how, how others have faced these situations. It's a chance for you to reflect on how you would have reacted. I know it helped me when I could see that I was not the only one feeling these things. I also found beneficial to learn what others had found helpful. Before we close, let's talk a little bit more about self-doubt. And this time I'm going to share a quote from Theodore Roosevelt. Believe you can, and you're halfway there. Most of us struggle with self-doubt. We compare ourselves to others. We put on brave faces, but feel small and insignificant inside. We've spent our lives being judged in school, through media messages, by our families and our colleagues. And we wonder whether we really truly measure up. We drown in the should-haves and the could-haves. We beat ourselves up that we aren't more than we have, what we've achieved and who we've become. We're so very, very hard on ourselves. And we're really good at getting in our own way. And in doing so, we threaten to sabotage the very success that we're searching for. What is this all about? Is it that some experiences so devastate us that we retreat back into our cocoons to protect ourselves from similar negative feelings? I want to become my personal best. I know you do too. I catch myself wondering who the hell I am to think that I feel I can be successful and fulfilled. I envision myself being laughed at for holding the vision that my book will become a bestseller. It is with humor that I suggest that I'll someday be interviewed in the Oprah on the Oprah Winfrey show. And yet, why not? The movie The Secret encourages us to be clear with our desires and our visions. I do believe that there's a purpose for me being on this earth at this time. You too. And I hope it's for more than earning a living, raising a child, and being a good wife, daughter, friend, whatever. I live for this hope. But I still catch myself thinking, who am I to have these dreams? A conversation with a dear friend today tells me I'm not alone with my self-doubt. It's a challenge for many of us. Ironically, I have full confidence that my friend will be and do all that she has plans for. She shares that same confidence in me. Our gift to one another is to continue to be the wind beneath each other's wings, to be the whisper that encourages each other, to be the one who reminds the other to just do it because we know they can. I encourage you not to let self-doubt sabotage your dreams and aspirations. Spend time with the people you know will support you. Talk to your fans. It only makes sense that not everyone is like everything we do. There will always be critics. Why should we be any different than anyone else putting their product out there? 
It didn't stop Elvis Presley or the Beatles from playing what was considered very different music at the time. I watched the comments on best-selling author Eckhart Tolle's Facebook feed. He was doing an upcoming session about his new book, and I was surprised to see negative posts. No one's exempt. We just need to thicken our skins and focus on the positive. Believe you can do this and you will. I believe in you. So in the book, in many of the sections, I ask reflective questions. It becomes your choice whether or not to dive deep and ask those of yourself. In wrestling from, with self-doubt, I ask, do you ever struggle with self-doubt? And is there a friend that you could speak with? Someone who could be the wind beneath your wings when you can't find those thermals yourself? The part two of the book, You Have Everything You Need Inside You, touches on keeping open, dealing with change, valuing vision, pulverizing procrastination, letting go of our stories, revving up your resilience, creating mastery, being brave, and more. Part three is about leadership, what it is, learning from the lessons, topics that we're going to continue to delve into. Leadership Inside Out, Effecting Change from Within, available on Amazon. I do hope you'll take a look. I look forward to looking at leadership from the inside out with you next week. In the meantime, I continue to encourage you to, you guessed it, dare to soar. Check me out on my website, www.effectingchangefromwithin.com. And the show notes on the podcast contain all my contact information if you wish to connect with me. Please leave a review if you're enjoying the series and consider subscribing. Susan signing off. Thanks for joining me today. Bye for now. Well, we've reached our destination for today. Time to lower those wheels and prepare for landing. Thank you for joining me. If I said something that resonated with you, please subscribe to the podcast and to share it with others. It would be awesome if you also took the time to provide a review, whatever your favorite social media sites are. If you have a question or an area that you hope I'll cover in a future session, please send me a note either to my website, www.effectingchangefromwithin.com or to my email, susangenay at gmail.com. I look forward to our next time together. In the meantime, soar high. I believe you can. Susan signing off. Thanks again for joining me.